there was some mic interruption then can you say that again six wait and it they're basically just shit is it is it clear because sorry say that again and then i can work out what's actually going to sound good and what's going to make us sound like we're in a box or something yeah okay cool back to educate thank you so much for tuning back in or if this is your first time and you've somehow accidentally stumbled onto this podcast welcome you find yourself in a safe space with me in my old childhood bedroom in a fort that i've made for soundproofing purposes so as as you heard the the sweet sweet lovely sounds of of sound going wrong and Wi-Fi being annoying at the beginning of this episode, I basically roped in Poppy to to fly solo um, on her own, which she's very much used to with being such a fantastic trainee primary school teacher. So I've basically put forward all of the questions that you guys wanted me to ask her um, and she's answered them on her own. So... I mean, I'm very thankful that she's agreed to do this. I'm going to give you a little bit of context on who Poppy Richardson is to me, to everyone. Um, But to me, Poppy is one of my best friends. Uh, I met her on my first day of Freshers' Week because she was in the flat above me and I believe that she had to come um, down to my floor below her to borrow a toaster or something. Um, But yeah, I met her then and, you know, the rest is history. I've been really lucky that I've been able to live with Poppy for the past two years. Um, Sadly, she is separated from me at the moment. She's in the Midlands and I'm down south in our respective childhood homes. So it's been lovely being able to just catch up with her and also listen to her wonderful voice, Teach Me. So without further ado, I'm going to pass you over to let Poppy run this solo. Thanks so much Pops, you're an absolute ledge for doing this and to be honest I can't wait to see you when this is all over. It's time for question time with Poppy Richardson. Thank you for having me on to answer some questions. So the first one is so what made you want to teach and why primary school specifically? So I did lots of work with children whilst I was at uni like extracurricular work so I ran after school drama clubs in primary schools and I also went to Camp America for a summer and I worked with loads of different groups of fantastic young kids there so I had lots of experience working with children because I did loads of various drama clubs like all over London um and I wanted to stay in London I'd done a drama degree and I was like I need a job because I need to pay my rent um you know how that is so I decided to apply for a job as a graduate teaching assistant at a really amazing school that I work at now and I think I went for primary school because I found secondary school kids quite scary Um, They're very intimidating. As someone that was only 21 at the time when I applied, I had a reality check of I don't think I'm going to be able to teach 17, 18 year olds and take myself seriously. So that was my own. That's nothing on the children, on secondary school children. Those are my own 
one maybe misconceptions and two fears um I just thought it would be perhaps be easier to deal with younger children and I thought that perhaps that's where I could best adapt my drama skills because I I could obviously when you're teaching primary you're teaching everything so it meant that I could kind of use the skills that I'd got from my drama degree and apply them to loads of different subjects and try and get the children interested in these subjects using creative means. So that was why. And then we have, how has teaching primary been disappointing, oh, disappointing or excelled your expectations? I think this is one this one is kind of strange because I went into it very naive and I don't think I went with many expectations because I hadn't actually stepped foot in a primary school as like in school time since I was in primary school as in I remember on my first day I said do you teach maths every day which as I progressed so much I realized how much of a stupid question that was but there is no stupid questions because you know that's how we learn so I think it's I think it's disappointed me in the sense of the way our education system works like nothing to do with the job itself or the school I'm in but the way the education system works kind of the pressure we put on young children to progress um to meet the expectations because obviously every country has a different system so the expect the age-related expectations are different in every country and we have our sats here which are to check the children's progression at the end of key stage one at the end of key stage two And I think it's quite sad to see sometimes being such young children being put in those stressful situations and how we box the subjects quite neatly from a young age, from year one. In reception, they're encouraged to be very creative, to learn through play. Um, But then as soon as they get to year one, it's so much more structured. Um, They have their carpet time, they have their table time, they have their work to do. It becomes a lot more structured. And thankfully, I work at a school that really encourages creativity and it's a really amazing school and I love it there. Um, But I think sometimes it was kind of sad to see the outside pressures that are put on not just the children, but are put on teachers. And then this kind of sometimes projects itself onto the children um, because we're all humans and we have to it's hard to stay in control of your emotions 100 percent of the time. And when you're feeling the pressure that you have to get this child to understand this one concept sometimes that can be a hindrance in itself because then they sense that you're stressed and they become stressed and then their brain can't work and this whole really unhelpful narrative unravels the way that it's excelled is how fantastic the children are that I've worked with I didn't really know what to expect in that kind of environment as I'd only ever done very kind of chilled I want to say chilled out things before with children like it was very we were just doing drama or a Camp America it was a lot of just doing activities it was never really like structured lessons so it was really interesting to see just children learn and to see children that love to learn. My class this year definitely love to learn. And I love seeing that in them. And being able to watch them 
build relationships with each other and build relation and being able to build relationships with the children and to watch them really relish their learning time is something that's really excelled my expectations but then that's what is perhaps hard as well that kind of feeds into back to not disappointing but difficult is I was very used to a kind of laissez-faire blasé attitude to behavior management obviously knowing the boundaries of behavior but it was very much about having fun and obviously school is still about having fun but you have to set these clear expectations behavioral expectations with them which I find this is my personal I find hard sometimes because I just want to have fun with them all the time and obviously you can't because I don't know you can't you can't let one child run across the classroom even though it seems like such a simple thing if everybody did it then it would be absolute mayhem so I find it hard sometimes to set those boundaries because you do just want to have fun with them all the time as they are just little kids have you received the ample support to continue to provide education online Yes, 100%. I think to do with teaching, the internet is your greatest asset because there are so many resources online. Even when we're not doing things remotely, there are so many websites um, like Twinkle. um, But I really love Twinkle because that's what I use the most. Twinkle. But even just Googling teachers' Twitters or teachers' face, um, not Facebooks, teachers' Instagrams and even on Pinterest, it gives you so many creative ideas. And I feel like because we have such a great team where I work, we all support each other really well. We'll send each other learning packs that we've done and then they'll check it before we upload it. And in light of what's happened, there's so many online resources for parents at home as well. I feel like we've provided ample resources for the children to do. But if they wanted something extra, there's obviously the Joe Wicks PE. There's Carol Vorderman doing maths lessons. There's dance lessons and um, by someone from Strictly. I can't remember her name now. And singing lessons, I think, with Miley in class. I'll have to check that. But there's so much online because I think people are just doing things to stop themselves from getting bored. So that if that includes entertaining children, teaching children. But I hope that the children have ample resources to access the learning online because I know sometimes it can be children that are in vulnerable positions or children that perhaps aren't in the most stable financial position will find it difficult during these times being at home and being able to access their learning and be able to progress during this time but I think also it's important to recognize that if children aren't feeling um as productive as they usually would be in a classroom setting that's okay as parents um they should just be supported emotionally because they're probably feeling as anxious as we are but it just wouldn't I mean I'm not a child psychologist but it perhaps wouldn't reveal itself in the way that we would reveal that we're feeling anxious and they don't have the metacognitive awareness to notice when they need to take a break or when they're to really when they're feeling anxious they don't have that awareness yet of their own brain of their own feelings of what's making them unproductive of how to approach a problem to solve it most effectively taking every day as it comes with your children and their learning will be the best thing that was poppy answering those fabulous questions that you guys sent in thanks again for engaging with me on social media so that we could get those questions over to poppy 
It's been absolutely wonderful listening to that voice note come in because I get to chat to her every day about how she's finding her job, but it's actually really nice to just sit down and listen without you know me interrupting her and inevitably asking another question. <laughs> um, so it's nice to just listen to how she's found it and the trials and tribulations that kind of come into things when you are training to be a primary school teacher. So thanks so much, Poppy. You're an absolute ledge. Um, I can't wait to see you when this is all over in person, not on Zoom or, you know, FaceTime or whatever. Can't wait for a proper hug. So I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Um, it's going to probably look like this type of format for the foreseeable while we're in lockdown. Um, so if you know of anyone or if you would like to come on and send me a cheeky voice note with your thoughts on life, the universe, something that we all might find interesting, hit me up on Instagram at educate underscore podcast or please remember to subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all of that malarkey. Right, thanks so much and see you next time.